to service hallelujah back to school and back into this service amen this service was started about two i think three years ago and um we're there and then mommy said that oh the people have gone why don't you have a gathering service and i said what is gathering service? let's gather everybody and let's have a service so hence gathering service amen so this is to gather us to make sure that we are all in we see each other and then we at least share some ideas for the semester hallelujah and it is good to see all of you i thought i would see more people but i don't know if because of the football people don't want to come to church but i pray that those of us who are here i think probably some more people will be coming and i pray that those of us who will be here will also carry the message across hallelujah this semester is a very short semester but it's a very important semester, hallelujah. Because I think after this semester, many people would, some people will leave us. Others too would move to another level. Uh, some people would finish service and will no more be here. And so it is, I think it's about nine weeks, 10 weeks, then, then you are gone. So that is even less than three months. Hallelujah. And so we have to make sure that we get to work beyond coming to school and coming to learn. There's also a lot of work to be done between the or within the semester. And we must combine everything. Hallelujah. Because your life, I can assure you, will be a combination of many things when you have finished school. You have to put all of them together and combine all of them. And you need to do all of them too effectively. Amen. So this evening, we want to talk, I'll share briefly. We want to turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 5. There's a very popular scripture. Acts chapter 5 verse 1. And read all the way to 11. Today we are talking about approaching God in truth. Hallelujah. And this will be our guiding light for the rest of the semester and for the rest of our lives. It is something that God prompted me on. And I feel that it is good for us to know we can start the semester. But it should follow us through the rest of our lives. So approaching God in truth. So we are going to read the story of Ananias and Sapphira. It's a very simple story, very common story, a story we all know. It says, but a certain man named Ananias uh, with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and he kept back part of the proceeds. His wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remains, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart that you have lied, but it's in your heart? You have not lied to men but to God. Then Ananias hearing these words fell down and breathed his last. So 
So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed his last. And the young men came in and found him, found her dead, and carried her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. Amen. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, for your, 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 your word that has been read unto us. I pray that even as, O oh God, you take us into this word. Give us a certain understanding. Give us a certain understanding of your word. I pray, O oh God, that let our hearts be open to receive of you. Let our minds, O oh God, not interfere, O oh God. Let our spirits be receptive. I pray, O oh God, that Father, even as we have come into your presence, may we receive from you. Father, that I may disappear, that I may not, O oh God, feature at all, and that may your sweet Holy Spirit teach your people. We thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So this is a very simple scripture. I think that we have heard it several times and we use it on many occasions in our churches and people have preached it differently. But like I said, we are going to talk about approaching God in truth. And this is something which is like a lifestyle. It is cardinal. It is fundamental. It is important. If you ever want to be a person who would be useful in God's hands and whom God would be pleased with, you need to learn to always approach God in truth. Hallelujah. Now, when we read the account, what we just read, the people sold a piece of property. And when they came, they said that we have done, sold it for this much, and we brought everything. And Peter said, he said something, he said, while it was with you, while it was in your possession, you could have decided to do whatever you wanted to do with it. While it was with you, you could have decided that, look, we, we, we want to give half to God. And then come and tell God, God, we want to give half. You know, but the pressure, if you read from verse 4, well, chapter 4, was that people were selling their things in the church. And they said one man sold his field and brought all the money. You know, so I think it was pressure that everybody is doing it. So me too, I want to do some. Hallelujah. Yeah. So sometimes in the church, we are forced to do things because of pressure. You understand? Because you saw that this person, they come to church and he's there like three hours for you to want to be there. But you know that you can give one and a half. But you will not tell God I can give one and a half. You understand? So it is, it is, it's, it's when do people promise or who will come to the place and come and help with setup, then people lift their hands and then pressure. 
then you two lift your hand. But you know that the time that they say you, you can't come. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm giving you examples so that you see that sometimes the pressure in church allows us to do certain things. They say, let's give offering, 100. I bring it. You two. Hallelujah. Then you before you realize you have brought half and say, I brought everything. That was not what you said. So these are the things that I'm talking about. So he said that while the thing was with you, you could have done whatever you wanted to do. While the thing was in your possession, why have you come to lie to God? Why have you come to lie to God? And the import of what I want to say, or if you can just take this one away, that is fine. You see, when your life is with you, or when you are you have you are doing things for yourself. You see, there are some people who say that I am a self-made man. I did this all by myself. I'm so hard working and I've done this and I've done that. And you see, so long as it is with you, you can do it anyway. You can decide to burn half of the money and bury half of it. It is yours. Okay? You can decide that your life, you use it as an experiment. Like King Solomon in Ecclesiastes, isn't it? Says that he wanted to know what was good. So for many years, he was experimenting. He got many women to marry. He built many great houses. He planted a lot of gardens. He did. You can also use your life as an experiment. You want to see whether you are good at drinking, how many bottles you can take before you pass out. You want to see what drink you like, whether you like whiskey or bourbon or beer or whatever smell of Kanye drink, Papa. But smell of, you know. But all those things. You want to see how many parties you can attend, how many girls you can sleep with in one semester, how many guys you can sleep with in one semester. You know, you can do a spare. It is for you. If not, it's for you. Is that not it? But the moment you say that I am coming to give it to God, you see, it, it is no more on your terms, but you have to do it on God's terms. So he said, while the money was with you, you could have done anything you wanted to do with it. But once you say you are bringing it to God, you cannot bring it to God anyhow. You cannot come to God on your terms. You cannot come to God with your rules. When you approach God, you must approach God on his terms and on his rules or with his rules. Are we here? Yeah. Whatever it is, once you are coming to God, once you say, I've given my life to Christ, once you say, I am doing this for God, I've surrendered to Him, it is not on your terms anymore, but it is on His terms. And so when you are coming to God and you are approaching God, you cannot approach God anyhow. You cannot approach God by whatever you feel or however you feel you want to do it. Anytime you do that, 
you god will never be pleased with you that is something that we'll talk about as we go along so this semester we'll be looking a lot into how to approach god how to come to god what are his terms now jesus in john chapter i think four i think verse 22 23 says that that if you are coming to god you must come to him in spirit and in truth for these are the people that the father is looking for in spirit and in truth so you cannot come to god outside these two elements truth and in the spirit and these are things we look at as we go along but this evening i'm, I'm just looking at approaching god in truth because it is fundamental you see when you say approach god in truth what does that mean in fact we should have even defined what truth is and then go but we it is a work in progress hallelujah i won't i can't see everything if i say everything will not leave this place and the semester two is there for us so that i'm giving you it's not it's not a teaser but i'm giving you what you need to know and so that you you go and think about it and ask yourself do i want more and that will make you come back and come and listen to more you know but approaching god in truth is there are two components the truth of who you are and the truth of who of of who god is when you are approaching god in truth you are approaching god and coming to him based on the truth of who you the person coming who you are and you are approaching god based on who he is when you are coming to him you must acknowledge who you are and the state in which you are in and all that is you and that will let that is one part of you coming to god in truth anybody who comes to god with anything less cannot approach god you must approach god with who you are the truth of who you are that is why many people cannot get saved or born again because they think that i must give god what you want to give god what he you think that god wants Hence all the pretense in the church. Hence Ananias and Sapphira pretending. The truth is that you you can't part with all your money. Why are you laughing? That, that's the truth. You have 200. God, me I can't give you all the 200. I can give you 100. The truth when they ask you, so did you know I brought hand half? This is what I can bring. 
my faith is not up to 200 level. <laughs> you must be truthful to God for who you are. Someone came and gave everything. Me, God, this is what I'm being honest with you. This is it. You are coming to the church. You now you know that you are not with it like that. Don't come and pretend like that in you you have more spirit than anybody. Yeah, because maybe the whole week you have struggled. You have struggled through the week, even to pray and to do your quiet time. You come and stand there, you want to make everybody feel like you yourself you are struggling. Huh? Yeah. Come and let everybody feel like that is why a lot of people don't want to be pastors. Because the people, when they see us, it's like, we make the thing look like we don't, we don't even go to, don't go to the washroom, don't eat, we don't, we don't sit on the loo. It's like, we are spirits. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If you've never, if you've never watched TV before, Never watch when the pastor says that, and I would say, Hey, so for social way. Because the way I'm there. Are you here? Yeah. I'm just saying that you must come to God in the truth of who you are. Without that, you cannot come to God. Your, your approach is completely wrong. The second thing is the truth of who God is. Who God is. Not who you think God is. Or not what your perception of God is, but who He is. You see, you, you may have a certain understanding of who God is, but it may not be who God is. God is who He is. It's confusing. But that is the Bible. Because when Moses asks God, who should I say sent me? What did God say? I am who I am. Mm? Or I am that I am. So when you go tell them that I am has sent you. What kind of sending is this? So God is saying that I am. But when we are saying, we say he is. Or it's English. I am. Because he is speaking of himself. But if you are the, with the reference, you are talking about him. You say that he is. So God is something. And he is that thing. And he will never be any other thing apart from that thing. So unless you understand God for who he is, you cannot approach him. So, two components. 
you being truthful with who you are and you being truthful with who God is. Now when you read Hebrews, I'll finish very soon. Finish very soon. Now when you read Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, he says that, but without faith, it is what? Impossible to please him. That is God, isn't it? And why is that so? He says that for he who comes to God, he who approaches God, who he who is bringing his petition to God, he who is coming into the court of God, must what? Must believe that he is. So our faith is even based on who he is. When you are approaching God and you approach him less than who he is, that approach is wrong. Because if you approach God less than who he is, then it means that you yourself, you will not tell yourself the truth. But if you see God for who he is, there is no way you come to God and tell God a lie about you because you know that he is. And everything he says, he says is true. Anytime you approach God with a lie, a partial truth is a lie. Because Safiya and Anais, they told the partial truth. But God said you have lied to the Holy Spirit. Or, so anytime you approach God with a lie, what you are saying is that God is not who he says he is. Because if you can lie to God, it means that God doesn't know all things. If you can lie to God, it means that as a God, he can tolerate lies. If you can come to God and hide things from him, it means that God is not all-knowing. God is not all-seeing. God is not all-powerful. It means that by your action alone, you have degraded God. You have said he is not who he is. So you don't need to open. You see, we open our mouth and say, oh, it's a lie. It's a lie. And by doing that, you have not approached God in faith because you are saying God is not who he is. God can tolerate a bit of sin. You are saying that God is not all that holy. After all, he can tolerate a bit of unholiness. After all, God he doesn't see all or know all, so I can lie. That is what you are saying. That is exactly what you are saying. And when you ask, you see, when you do that, he says that you cannot please God. What you are going to do is unacceptable because the very approach was wrong. You have not started at all for you to do anything. Your coming to him is null and void. Everything after that is useless. The approach must be right. The approach must be correct. Many of us, we waste our time in church. You spend three hours. Useless. Because the approach did not cross. The approach was wrong. Once the approach is wrong, nothing can go through. Once the approach is wrong, 
Nothing. Nothing. That is why I say that. Let this be a guiding light this semester and the rest of your life. You cannot forget that you must approach God in truth. It will change the way you see him. It will change the way you worship him. Because that's why I said they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. If the truth is that you don't want to be here, you have missed it. You don't want to be here. You think God doesn't know you don't want to be here. But you are here pretending that you want to be here. Because you think that God doesn't know that you don't want to be here. Yet we say that, oh, I believe. No. You see, when they say, believe that he is, it doesn't mean you. We all believe God is. We all believe that he exists. You see, that is not what you are saying. See, in our minds, believe when you can't believe that he is. That means, oh, yes, I believe God exists. The God that you believe, what kind of God do you believe he is? I still here. Should I? I say I'm, I'm closing very soon. It's not a long sentence. This is the beginning of approaching God. This is just some. This is this 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 is the semester in your life that we are we are going to go deeper into this. Or I should stop. Hallelujah. And so, the moment Ananias and Sapphira got their approach wrong, God killed them. They died. That, that, the whole approach was wrong. So, you know, and there's this the story of, you see, I, 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 I believe that the story of Cain and Abel. You know, I believe it's a it's a it's a it's a lesson of the approach. I honestly believe it's a lesson of the approach. When you read that, they say that oh, and this one brought animal God likes, uh, uh, human. Uh, no, I said no, a blood sacrifice. God loves the, the fat of cows. He did it the right way. This one first they said when we said they say brought rotten tomatoes and and pepper and so that is why God didn't accept it. Then some people say that no, it's because he didn't bring animal fat and animal destiny. There are a lot of speculations. You understand? We can make a lot of but even when you read the, the law, there were other sacrifices beyond blood sacrifice. Green sacrifice. They all brought us so it may not necessarily be that it was a crop. I, I don't know. See, there are some things the Bible can say I don't know. Because I didn't write it. And so when I read it, the understanding I get is what I you understand. But if you look at it, it is it is a story of approach. Because if it wasn't, God wouldn't have told Cain that look at your brother. If you also do the right thing, will you not be accepted? 
See, that is the clue there. He said, if, if, if you also do the right thing, why is, it, why is your face downcast? If you also do the right thing, would you not also be accepted? It means that God was not pleased with Cain. But he says with Abel, he was pleased. And he says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. But the pleasing comes from the approach. Because they that come to God must believe that he is. So the whole thing was that the approach. Abel had a certain understanding of who God is. But Cain did not have that understanding. So out of that, their approach was different. Was different. It is like if you come to my house and you see me, you see me, I mean, somebody will come and would go, oh, please, daddy. I'm not saying because of that you are holy. I'm not saying because of that it means you're a good girl. Oh, please, daddy. Oh, how That is an approach. And I may like it. I mean, I'm very respectful. Very, you understand? Somebody to come and oh. How is it? It has been long ago. I've not seen you for a while. How are you doing? Yeah, I said. And I look at this. Hello, do I know you? Oh, I don't understand. It's just the approach that will make somebody something be pleasing or unpleasant. So this semester and for the rest of your life, remember the truth of who you are and the truth of who God is. And if you can get the truth of who God is, I can assure you, you always get the truth of who you are. Because your identity will be found in him. If you see God for who he is, his holiness, you will not go to God and stand there as if you are holy. Hey! There's no way that you see God and say that, Charlie God, how? Hey! No one sees God and feels that they are anything. We feel that we are nothing and we are useless and we are so insignificant in the presence of such a great thing. So for you to even think of lying to him, pretending and hiding things before him is sacrilege. I mean, how come if even your even some you see there are some human fathers and people when you see, you can't lie. You can't lie. You can't look at their face and lie to them. You can lie to other people, but who will be that's why I can't. Because you know something about the person. You know the heart of the person. You know the love the person has for you. You know that the person would not judge you. You know. So if you 
Even man, you can see man and approach man in a certain way. Yet you can lie to God and you say you know God. I don't know the God that you know. I don't know who, which God you say you know. You have, you have your, your own picture about God. And you can't, it can't. And over the years, I've seen so many people make this mistake. I have made this mistake several times. Because it's so easy. You know, the, the human flesh is a very fickle thing. And it likes to tell lies and pretend. And that is, that is our nature, who we are. It is, it is so easy to do. That is our human nature. To pretend, to lie, to, to, to scheme, to plan, to try and cheat. To try and do, that is who we are. But when you meet the God of the Bible and you know him for who he is, there is no way that you can ever lie to him. There's no way that you go and stand there and lift up hands and try and pretend. I'm not saying every time you are coming to God, you must, you see, I'm not saying that you will be clean every time or you not have problems or not have issues. But that is, you see, that's why I say that you, you must be true to who you are and what state you are in. Like the prodigal son. When he came, he didn't say that, Charlie, Papa, the other side is good, though. We are making it. I'm, I'm, I'm now into a small uh, piggery. You know, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we, we, it's, 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 it has potential. You know, we, we, we just started it, but I can see that in the next four or five years, the, the other side, you hear of us. It's a very, I mean, it, it, and the man I'm working with, oh, my, my business partner, he's, he's, he's very, you know, yeah, and then and we have, we have, I mean, there have been a little bit of, you know, with the COVID things have gone down a bit, but, but, but I can see that we are, we are making progress. Oh, it's something somebody could have said when they came back to their, or met their father. It's something that many of us, we do. Yeah. At the end of but you come and tell, oh, mommy, it's not, you know, we are, we are, we are yeah, when we went home, it wasn't that, we had a few, say, but, oh, it was, well, I was reading the, the word, I was praying, you know, we were even going for this, on, of course, I read a few books. Oh, boy. <laughs> you read something, but you didn't even finish. You attempted, but you couldn't do it. You see, you are just feeling guilty because we said do this do, and you didn't do it. So instead of coming out truthfully to say the thing, oh, that you know, maybe it, 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 it was okay, you know. It, 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 it was better than last semester. You know, we managed to, to, to do some visitations. What? What? The prodigal son came and said that, Charlie, Papa, I've come on. My saying, you know. 
comme demain. Papa, il est bleu. Hey, papa, ça a donné ça a donné ça. Hey, papa, mais vous me voyez une fois sur. You take me as a servant. That is the state in which he was in at that time. He didn't make him less of a son. Because the father took him back as a son, not as a servant. But he knew his father and his father's heart. Some of us, we, we like this pretense and I don't get it. Our approach is wrong. That is why we are not seeing any improve, any impact in your life. You say this Christian thing doesn't work. It does. It works. But you, your approach is all lies. Your approach, the very approach is all lies. The very approach is wrong. And like Cain, you are, you, you are, you are, you are sending smoke into God's nostril. It's obnoxious. He will scatter it. That approach is so wrong. So you can't even get off the starting blocks. The very beginning of the thing is wrong. That is why it will not work. You are trying instead of doing. You are trying on your terms. You are trying to do it the way you think you want to do it. It will not work. Because a person who calls himself, I am that I am, is not likely to change. Huh? A God that calls himself, I am that I am. What? He won't change for you. He won't change for you. So you might as well wise up. You might as well wise up. And say that this God will not change for me. So I must as well just be playing chaskele with myself. He was not going to change because of me. He says, tell them that I am has sent you. He will not change for you. So let's get the approach. Many of us, we've not started though. We've not gotten off the starting blocks. We've not gotten off the starting blocks. Because the approach is wrong. So this semester and beyond, approaching God in truth. Approaching God in truth. In everything we do, in everything we say. When you stand there on Sunday and they live that song and you say, I want to worship, ask yourself, how am I approaching God? When you pick your Bible and you are going to read, ask yourself, how am I approaching God? When you say, I'm going to pray and you're about to start, our Father, ask yourself, 
How am I approaching God? How are you approaching God? The woman at the well, when she came approaching Jesus, she came daily darling. Eventually, when she realized that Charlie, I tell you, no, he will not change for me. I might as well. That was when the liberty and the liberation came. So I am admonishing you. I finished my I finished my sermon. I'm admonishing you this evening. Approaching God in truth. It will change your life. Believe you me, it will change your life. This evening, as we rise to our feet, I want you to talk to God. Yeah. We are approaching God. How are you 